0: Welcome to The Afterwatch, with LeVar and Phil.
1: This is LeVar of The Afterwatch. This is Phil of The Afterwatch. And this is The Afterwatch. (laughs) Today's episode, Risen. Yeah. Uh, Filmed or came out in 2016... Director Kevin Reynolds, yep. who also directed such movies as uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves,
0: Waterworld, The Count of Monte Cristo, and Fandango. Crisco, The Count of Monte Cristo. What did I say? Crisco. Oh, that's a good movie. But <laughs> The Count of Monte Cristo is like is a delicious movie. The Count of Monte Cristo is a good movie. Okay. Mon- Count of Monte Chris- Co- to. To. <laughs> Cristo. To. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes. Yes. What Phil said. Yes. Um so we're talking about Risen. I pronounced that one, right? Risen? Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, you Risen. Got that one. Yeah. Uh, who stars Joseph Finds. Right. So in this movie, um, it's a biblical movie, yeah. which I, did, I got a distinction between a biblical movie and a Christian movie. Uh, and while a Christian movie can probably use as a general term as well, for me, biblical movies are movies that interpret, um, or bring to the big screen, particular Bible narratives or passages. Right. Uh, such as Noah, such as Ten Commandments, such as even the movie Exodus. Nothing always done good, but it, that's what's done. Uh, every Jesus movie, Passion of the Christ. So those type of movies, which are taking particular passages and bringing them, interpreting them for the big screen. Right. Versus Christian movies, which usually deal with, uh, Christians of contemporary Christians who are facing a particular dilemma in their life and try to solve it in a Christian way, right? Um, or try to tell a, a, a story of two individuals who are Christians. Right. Um, so, that's kind of the distinction I try to draw. Uh, the examples for those is Grace Card. Um, uh, Fireproof. Fireproof, Christian Mingle. Courageous. Uh, courageous, God's Not Dead, one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, so, those are kind of the distinctions.
0: I, there's I, one, two, and three? There's a the third one, yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Alright. Don't worry, we're gonna be reviewing all of them. Oh, come on, man. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh so uh this particular movie, um Risen, deals with Joseph Fine's character who is a centurion soldier who oversaw the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Right. Uh he has been commanded by Pilate to do so. Christ's body after his death goes missing. As per the Christian belief, he rose from the dead and left. As per the non-Christian belief, uh, is believed that his body was stolen to support the, the story of his resurrection. Right. And so Pilate commissions, uh, Joseph, Joseph finds character to find out what happened to the body. Find a body, get this resolved, uh, because the fear is that the missing body may in some ways, uh, cause unrest in the region before, uh, another character who's over Pilate, uh, a higher authority than Pilate, before he shows up in town. Right. So pilot wants everything chilled out, calm, and relaxed before the governor, for his superior, thank you, for his superior shows up. Right. So at that point, Josephine with his colleague goes in an investigation to find out, okay, who are the disciples? Where is this body? What's happening? So he's a skeptic. Right. Josephine's character starts off very much as a skeptic and then he endeavors to figure out what's going on. Right. that leads to a particular adventure and certain changes, um, happening perhaps in how he sees things and how he understands. Uh, the world around him and well, the person impressed. Well,
0: how it starts out, she it, it's it's. This is not my favorite movie convention, but it's starting oh. off as the movie as a flashback because he starts off walking in the uh, desert, basically, yeah, yeah. right? And he goes, and it's the worst way to start a movie because the guy who's like so basically Joseph Fiennes' character is walking through a desert. It's all yep. lonely and stuff like that. He stops off at a house to get some food, and then this guy asks him, "Why are you out here?" And that guy's like the worst actor ever who's asking him <laughs> these questions. <laughs> So he asked him, why is he's out? Why he's out there? And then he goes into a flashback of his battle in Jerusalem and trying to bring peace to that city. Basically he starts off with a battle. That's pretty cool. It's all right. Pretty good. And then goes on the story of his uh, responsibility over Jesus' crucifixion. Yeah. So that was a uh, pretty much. Like the star of the movie. What did you, uh, like about this movie?
1: Um, I liked.
0: As a, as a biblical, as a, this is a biblical movie as you defined it. What um, do you like about it? It's a biblical investigation movie. I liked it. I like the
1: idea of, of treating it from the perspective of a skeptic. Um, the idea that, it's mostly Josephine's character in his, 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 uh, POV, his point of view. Right. Um, but he, we're looking at things through his eyes and we're following along. So as he grows, we grow as, as certain things are revealed to him as revealed to us. Um, I like the seriousness it took in making the movie in terms of, uh, Josephine's character. Josephine's actor went to a gladiatorial school. Yeah. And actually learned the moves. And it, so the production value of the movie is, is good. Yeah. It's that,
0: that's, a, that's what they going to say about about this is that normally because this is this is a sony movie actually this is underneath the sony uh branding that this movie has been released actually yeah so i thought that the quality movie was great because usually the typical thing about lower budgeted biblical or maybe christian movies as you define it right like usually the budget is not that great and it shows on the screen but this one I thought the quality of the film was actually really good depending on what they're doing yeah you're right Uh, but yeah the quality for this was good
1: but you look at the director and the actor you can see they probably they'll be trusting giving them more More, money to make this movie and even the approach the movie takes in terms of uh, another Jesus movie right you know it's a Jesus movie that isn't focused on Jesus as much as much as proving the claims of of Christianity in terms of Christ well it's kind of like a Ben Hur-ish type movies. Yeah. Ben Hur, uh, The Red Robe, uh, two classic movies, uh, I would recommend checking out if you get a chance. It's from, not from, it's from everybody else looking in, it's coming to an understanding of who Christ is. Right. Right? Uh, are the claims of Christianity, of Christians, true or not? And they're all leading up to a particular point on where I on, on realizing it if it is or not. So right. I think, to me, the pacing of it, it it worked pretty well. The production value worked pretty well. The acting, I didn't mind. I am mostly focused on Joseph Fiennes, anyways. So well, I, I
0: I thought the acting I thought the acting was was good. Yeah, was in good. general, like overall in general, because like like I don't really watch Christian movies that that much, only with my mom. Yeah, you know. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but for this one, I thought it was is was, was solid. Like yeah. I, I thought I th- I couldn't really like the fault of any of the acting in this movie is mostly because of the screenplay itself. Okay. I find. All right. Like, I thought everybody was generally believable. The script was generally good. The pacing was generally good. It's well-structured. Um, two-thirds of it was, was pretty yes. interesting. That's true. The film was pretty interesting. Um, it was very engaging when you actually finally meet Jesus, actually, in the film. You actually do see him. Well, I will say this. is one scene where Christ is on the cross,
1: and it's one of the most haunting scenes yeah, you saw the Oh, it freaked me out. Right. But it was done so well. And all the Jesus moves I've seen, and Christ is on the cross, it's not that striking. It's like, oh, right. you know, this dude's hanging out on the cross. This was just, it, it was a very striking appearance it, aside from Passion of the Christ. Right. This is the only other time you see Christ on a cross and it's believable. Right. And it's acceptable and it's haunting and you really get the sense, oh man, this, this, this person really died. died. Right. You know, right, it's right, It's really right. haunting. So I do like that as a standout. Um, yeah, definitely. Visual of the movie. Uh, but like you said, the two thirds of it is, is good and it works well as an investigation. Yes. And I like the fact that he is, um, on a quest to get to the truth. Right. He starts off, like you said, um, he's looking for the body. You know, let's, let's, let's resolve the situation. He interviews people. He talks to different people. Right. And that's done very well. And then he's on the trail and he gets to a point where he actually sees Christ and he's alive. Right. And I think that's when things start to go downhill for the movie. I th- and I'll i I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I think that happened too soon. Right. I feel, for me, it would have worked in the movie's interest if you waited like the very end. Well, he may- comes and you see, oh, this is what it is. Cause I want, I prefer, cause after that, what happens? Right. He follows him around, they have a conversation and Christ disappears. Right. And then, um, uh, Joseph finds character try to convince one of his, uh, people who was working with them not to, uh, pursue any further or something. It, it, it kind of just dwindled off at the end.
0: Yeah. It kind of be at the end. Definitely. I, th- I thought, I don't know. That's an interesting point. Like maybe having it a lot later but I thought that was at the right I think there just wasn't enough contrast because that's the turning point of the film the turning point of the second act is when he actually sees him yeah right and then it's just there's not enough plot there to actually like to actually move the the film forward yeah it should have ended there well no no I wouldn't say it should have ended there it should like I think they did the right thing in terms of his perspective being changed That's but it's just like the mid like it's just the plot of like saying like Tiberius coming and see and, uh, Pilate is just like, like the Caesar coming and Pilate being like, okay, well, we have to resolve this before he comes back. It should have been like a straight, like probably like a chase, like after like not even showing Jesus. It should have been like disciples, Joseph finds being chased because he doesn't decide to go back, but it should have been a lot more intense because mm-hmm. like the point I'm making yeah. is, is that after that, the plot is kind of done. Yeah. Right, so there should have been a larger plot over top, like the political intrigue part of it. Right, mm-hmm. like you don't see the synagogue guys again. You yeah. don't see like you don't see synagogue guys again. You don't see really pilot again. Right until he shows up at the end when you throw the ships coming in and stuff like that. So all that like all that concern about like the political intrigue is actually all gone. Like mean, it, 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 it it ends. It know, actually like, ends at the end of the first act. It's actually kind of God that then it shows
1: up again at the end when you frame it like that it makes a lot of sense I don't mind that it, but I I still say it would have been it would have been interesting to see them end off at a point in where say, he sees Christ This conversation there he comes to certain realizations Christ disappears and then you look over and then you see the ships come in with Tiberius with you know Pilate's uh, superiors that would have been an interesting end to the movie. It kind of leaves you on a cliffhanger, wondering, okay, what's going to happen now? Right. Where is, is Clovis? That's Ralph uh, well, uh, Joseph Fiennes' character. What's he going to do now? How is he going to go back and report? Is he going to just follow disciples
0: further? How to handle that particular situation? So well, I thought it was interesting that they went they went to like Jesus Christ's ascension. You know, like they actually went along, they went further along because normally that is not like addressed or talked about. Yeah, You know, like in these Jesus movies in general, right? So I thought that was actually kind of interesting. It's just, like I said, there wasn't enough plot there. It just became about, okay, him finding out, like, it became more of an emotional story, right? There's no plot there, actually. Like, the only plot is that they're trying to get to Galilee to see Jesus again, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That whole part, it just didn't matter after all. the, 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 The core of the movie, the heart of the movie... I think lies in a skeptic coming to faith. Yeah. Or at least coming to a point of, Hey, there's more to this Jesus and these disciples story than meets the eye. Yeah. You know, and I like that gradual from skepticism to, uh, probably curiosity to confusion to bewilderment to a, a particular conclusion at the end. And, and I think Josephine does a good job, like from being a cocky, confident guy at the beginning right. to being amazed by um, by the point that he meets Christ and right. is being stunned and pretty much being a believer
0: at that point. Right. Well, I would say like when he sees him, he becomes a believer, but, no, I, but think, like, I think, but like shortly after. Yeah. But I think they should have like made him a little bit more hardened at that point. That turd. like that really? turd, Yeah. Because then it would have still been like, Oh, I still need to get this guy. I still need to find, I still need to find this guy. Yeah. You I'll know, get an uh, explanation as to what happened. Right. Because then it could have came down to a choice of it with him, not just leaving. A choice meant it like okay well do I divert these guys off into another way like there is that choice where he helps the disciples kind of get away from the centuri- from the centurions. Yeah there is that choice but that could have came in a different way as yeah. well too where that choice could have been between okay do I help them find the like the Christ or do I help not help them find the Christ. Because then when they have that section after the second half of the second act focusing on the disciples and them getting there, like that's not the point. The point is that they're they're trying to find Jesus's body. Yeah, you know, and that's not being like kind of point like that's not being lifted up like super high, right? So- no, I I get you, I I I get you. No, I, I completely understand what you're saying.
1: It's just I don't know. For me, the long and short of it is it's, it's a good movie. I like it. I recommend it to people to watch. It's just the last half hour of it is just not necessary yes, to watch. Yeah. You know, it gets to a point that like, okay, get off the TV now and go watch your business. And it's, it's a shame because it is well written, in my opinion. I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of, of the beginning necessarily being a flashback. It reminded me yeah. of Star Wars. Was like, right. Is that right, what we right. want Kenobi? Oh, no, it's not. It's Joseph Fiennes. All right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's in the deserts walking around. Um, but it's very well acted. I like, I really like Joseph Fiennes in this movie. I know he's been in a lot of movies beforehand. I don't remember. Any, I think, was he in Harry Potter? Isn't he the big bad in Harry Potter? Is that him? No, that's Ray Fiennes. Uh, Ray Fiennes. Sorry. Yeah. That's Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's his brother. So. Yeah. Um, he played Michael Jackson, actually. There we go. What? Yeah, is is the movie didn't get released because, you know, uh, controversy, but it, he it's, played it's, Michael Jackson. He is ba- the that movie is based off of a story of, uh, I think it was Liz Teller, Michael Jackson, and I can't remember what the third person is, a road trip. And so he plays Michael Jackson
0: in it. There's actually footage of it. He plays Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 Everyone Google Joseph Fiennes right now. It's Michael Jackson. And, and Michael Jackson, yo, Please, he's yo. His he's method, man. He just he
1: takes on different roles. That's a true actor. Versatility, uh, experimentation, okay. creativity.
0: He's willing to. You so know, he would be actually. He would be actually doing like blackface, technically, because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please send all your hate mail to uh, tweet <laughs> Phil Factor Five.
0: At Phil Factor Five, number five, not, number not five, not spelled out, not spelled out.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I, the movie's a good movie as well structured and everything, but just the ending just didn't work for me. As, so go ahead. No, no, go, go. As, as though, as a detective movie, I think it's a good direction. And so on a broader note, in terms of making biblical movies or Christian movies, if it's similar to superhero movies. Right. I don't think superhero movies as a genre works. Right. But you take a movie, you make it into one of the most classical genres, you know, detective, mystery right. space, whatever the case may be, but the characters have costumes. Right. So right, right. the, the, the example you always go to is, um, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Right. It's a crime thriller type of, type of movie. Well, it's kind of a spy, it's a spy movie. Sorry, spy, spy movie, sorry. Right. Spy movie, a little bit of a thriller uh, movie. And it works like that. It works very well. And I think it's the first other Marvel movie that did that. Right. Um, I can't think of another example in Marvel genre off the top of my head right now. But, um, and if, I think of some Christian movies in terms of maybe revitalizing, but just in, in approaching subject from a different angle, detective movies work. I think in the future, hopefully we'll get a chance to review no case for Christ, which is on Netflix right now. Right. And which is about a skeptic, uh, journalist who comes to faith through this investigation, going through, I think every religion and examining the claims of every religion. Um, Examine the evidence of every religion and coming to a particular conclusion. Right. Right. And I think if we are, if, if you want to really type of, if you want biblical Christian movies to take a little bit more seriously, because right. I don't think they're always taken that seriously. Yeah. And I think, at least, because usually people be like, oh, it's just propaganda. It's propaganda, or it's just family friendly movies that doesn't really challenge right. the mind all that much, or the, even the heart all that much. Do something like this. Make it a detective story. Make it into mystery. And I, and I, and I can understand the difficulty in, in, say, incorporating Christian values in a, in a, you know, space thing or whatever. Space opera or something like that. Yeah. But it's
0: not, it's not far-fetched. It's not, it's not impossible. The The, the, themes are there. If you talk about redemption, forgiveness, stuff like that, those themes themes are, are if you watch a Western, a Western has a lot of Christian biblical themes in them. Matrix is an example. Right. Mind you, it's a whole bunch of different
1: thing, uh, philosophies, theologies from all over the place, but it's just an example of it can being done. Right. And sci-fi, personally, when I look at good sci-fi movies or, or shows, those are the ones that ask deep philosophical cool questions. Right. Questions. And then examine it. So whether it's Blade Runner, whether it's Looper, whether it's even uh, Ex Machina, like these movies are good movies because they ask a question. Right, right. That, that people want to ask or never thought of asking but now do ask, they ask a question. And I don't think they'll always give the answers, but at least to point you in the direction, and start thinking way through to get to the answers. And I think right. And so there's the possibility. Difficulty, sure. But the possibility to improving um at least Christian movies, the the kind of moral Christian movies in a way that okay, let's ask tougher questions. Let's push there's a there's a space in a room to have the type of movies that talk about your prayer life, uh marriages, singleness. There's there's a space for that. And it needs to be done a little bit better, but there's a space for that. And I want to see more of those movies, but I also want to see movies when the Christian themes are being examined and the gospel is being examined in a sci-fi, in an adventure, in a Western, in right. more, more obviously Christian or, or even in a, in a clever way hidden within the narrative of, uh, of the, uh, of the story.
0: So, uh, I wonder, I wonder, like, to ask a question about, like, movies that are, like, that are based on a faith. Like, is there, like, an, like an Islam, a Muslim movie? Um, is I, there like I have seen I, it. I know they're like they're and and I think that's where sometimes Christian movies fall short where I don't think this movie does I think this movie does actually a good job of like examining claims and and, and actually like ha- tackling Christian themes tackling Christian narrative but in a way that is interesting and I think is very accessible to people who may yeah. not be of of that faith or whatever yeah I think it does it in a, in a good way and probably one of the it's one of the better you know biblical, movies christian movies that are out there so you do have uh, i've
1: seen one years ago about islam yeah and about the founder of islam and i remember and mind you with islam they can't show the prophet muhammad right right so you don't see him right but you see the reaction and i remember there's one scene in which these guys are in a room and they all came out the room and started preaching you know the, the faith of islam um
0: that's all i remember of that movie mind you but so just just to say that there are all those movies out there, but I'm it, like I'm wondering in terms of uh, is it more so like movies like that come from that world view, you know that yeah. tackle like say like I, I watched like a like a kung fu movie right where like they may ha- have like a very uh, Buddhist uh, uh, Buddhist uh, viewpoint yeah. in it, like that's like the resolution of the film. No, like, the movie I'm describing is that it was about the founding. of No, I, Islam. I know, I know. So.
1: It, um, so, but, as you were just saying, so no, not that I'm aware of, it. I haven't seen it, I'll just yeah. say. But all I right. think, like, like, go back to the example of Matrix. Matrix incorporates things from Christianity, from Buddhism, from, um, uh, uh, neo, uh, uh, neo spirituality and right. all different. New those, age. You mean, thank you. New age. Yeah. New age ideologies and all the things going in there. Uh, yeah, so and I think I think if you probably look hard enough, there's probably popular movies we have seen that examines Buddhism in a way. Actually there are the Wachowskis had a movie like that actually. Uh it has Tom Hanks was in it, Holly Berry was in it. I can't remember what it's called right now, but it came out mm-hmm. like in the last two years. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And even I think Avatar there was an argument that it examined Hinduism in some sort of Well, what.
0: you think of like the movie Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is, is a Buddhist movie. Yeah. It's, it, it is yeah, yeah it's yeah. about reincarnation and stuff like that right so like is, is it is it directly though or is just an idea that people had that they're not trying to associate with a particular religion no no, no no like i think you 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 not not watch that movie and see like there are, are fundamental like like tenets of, of yeah. buddhism in that movie but, but i'm saying if the if the filmmakers made it with that in mind Oh, I I think, I think so. so? I think so. You, you, you can't write a movie without having some sort of like philosophical background in it. You know, I, I'm somebody who believes wholeheartedly in authorial intent. So if you're writing a movie. There's intent uh, behind it. There's intent behind it. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. But yeah, I know, it's, 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 I think for Christian movies and biblical movies, like, you look at the biblical movies of the, of the 50s and 60s, they're great. Yeah. You know, Ten Commandments, Red, uh, Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur. Um, yeah. the other. Even, there's even some that aren't great, but something about them just resonates. There's a movie I like called Green Pastures, and it's a biblical movie because it literally goes to almost every major story of the Bible and puts it on screen. Mind you, it is not done accurately in the slightest. <laughs> it was made, I think, in the thir- 20s or the 30s. It's a black and white film with an all-star, the all-black cast. Right. And the problem with that film is that the person who wrote it, wrote it in a type of bubonics, because that's how you thought black people spoke. Oh. And, and e. even what they did with the biblical stories it's completely incorrect. Like, okay. It, 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 but it's, 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 it's history. And it's still one of the movies I watch on a regular basis. Right, uh, I'll to you one it's, it's right. Right. To watch to two, one days. It's actually interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah. So long and short, I liked the risen. I like risen. I thought it was a good movie. It's something I would recommend people watching. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't but, know if I if I'd recommend like I, recommend, I don't know if I'd recommend it. I I would say like it's it's an okay movie. It's pretty good. Like if you watch it, I don't think you'll be like disappointed. You, I don't think you'll be disappointed. You won't be like if you watch like other like biblical christian movies you're pulling your hair out you wouldn't do that with this i think it's it's fine there are some cheesy parts in it like i don't like how they tackle like bartholomew they wanna it's like this thing with like christian movies where they kind of like oh let's we have to introduce some sort of funny moment in it and let's just put that in there and it's just always like a dash of like comedy but it's always slapstick comedy it's yeah. always like very goofy comedy yeah, yeah, and it kind of takes away from like the, the like seriousness the, 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 the seriousness and the weight of the, way to the movie okay, sure. and, and I saw that they did do that like at at a like one or two points throughout the film right so um yeah like I thought it was okay like I, th- I did I didn't regret watching it I thought it was pretty good there's some things that I would yeah something you as just change. like you know as a filmmaker or as somebody who like you know studies animation and film yeah I'd have issues with but I think it does a alright job.
1: I I say I I would still say if someone told me they're gonna watch it, yeah, go ahead and watch it. I yeah. you might. I think more people probably enjoy it more than not enjoy it. Right? They'll probably enjoy it more than I would, or more than we would. Right? But I don't hate the movie. And that's something I would probably add to my collection as well. Right? Uh, do you think this movie is made for Christians, not Christians, or everyone?
0: I think this movie is made for everyone. Yeah, I think definitely. I think it definitely is made for everyone. Um, like we did talk about the themes. Are we are we running out of time? No, no, we have some time. Okay, okay. But like even just like the basic theme, if in light of what happens, do you believe? Yeah, you know, because that's that's kind of like the main contention. Like, if you saw this thing happen, you know, would you, would you, would you believe? Yeah, right. Um, and that's like ties to something that like you know Christians like purport. You know, is that this is based on on, on on evidence? It's what somebody has seen. Exactly. you know right that's what we take the Bible as somebody has seen this thing and somebody's writing about this thing especially specifically like even the New Testament and stuff like that yeah. right with the the disciples and the and, and, and that jazz right so it's it is a a Christian biblical movie but it's made with like that intention or that theme behind it which I think is actually really good and, and that's probably like the best way to make a Christian movie I think it's probably one of the better examples yeah. Of a Christian biblical no, movie, like if you have a presupposition or like you have a certain point of view you want to get across and it's about faith and stuff like that, this is probably the best way that it's it has been done, I think.
1: In recent history, probably. But I yes. think what
0: Passion of Christ came out a decade ago. Um But that that was more yeah, just, that's like just like a narrative, direct. yeah, yeah exactly. right. But this this one has like a specific theme about like the the main character Claudius or what's his name Clovis, I think Clovis. Is. Right, like he goes from one point to another and is showing a particular point. Yeah, you know, if you see this thing, you know, how would that affect your life? That that's that's basically the theme of the movie. No, not that you know, know the truth. Was your response? What is your response? Right. And that's given from the beginning, the intro of the movie. I would have wished that, like, they, they probably lead it to that a little bit more. Like, he's a lot more different instead of walking around days and confused and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, but, that's kind of
1: a point. It's either show the change completely or end it there. Now that you've seen the evidence, now that you follow the evidence to the conclusion, what now? And leave it there. No, no, I
0: wouldn't, I would have stopped it there.
1: I, I don't, I don't, I'm saying I wouldn't mind if they did stop it there. Oh. And, and bring the audience along. Like, so treat the audience as part of, clovis yeah and we're coming to the point from hardened skepticism to to uh a, an awakening belief or understanding right and bring us to that point it's like oh and then we walk out the theater thinking as a christian now that i've examined the evidence i know the evidence i've seen where it leads to what is the impact on me what is my response to that right and same thing to a non-believer and now that I've followed along and seen, what would my response be to something that miraculous? Right. And I think that's be a cool way of
0: ending it. Well, I think, like, even if they went a little bit further, like like I said, adding insult to injury, what if he's still part of the centurions? He saw Jesus and went back. And now he actually has to make that choice between, like, going with his troops and having to... Like it's like with so a, you actually want to see the decision made? Yes, because that's that's part of a movie. That's that's you need to see them going from one place to another place like that. Like the decision is there, and either they go to the left or to the right. You need to see which way they're gonna go, right? And that's the same thing with like Joseph of Arimathea, even though they spoke about it, mm-hmm. where he comes to get Jesus' body and stuff like that, and they're and they're like, oh well, but you work in the synagogue. You know, like, like they should have showed that as a choice. They should have showed, like, the people from the synagogue walking back after Jesus is on the cross or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And you see Jesus on the cross there and Joseph in the middle making the decision to either go with his compatriots or to go to Clovis and, like, hey, I I want to get this guy down. You know, because then that makes it a visual choice that we actually see that. And we don't have to, have to like say that thing. Yeah. Oh, you're part of this group or whatever. No, no, you actually are turning to go the other way. We needed that to see that a little bit more with Clovis as he's going through, like him still being attracted to either go back to the way he was living before or to go forward into an opposite direction. So you want to see him make a decision
1: or just in a position in which he has to decide and make a, de- make a decision.
0: I want to see the decision because I think that that shows, um, like, like the thesis of the movie. Right because it, that 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 shows the thesis of the movie because if you leave him there just making a decision, then he's like, okay, well, what do you do if you're presented with something that will fundamentally change how you view reality or he makes a choice and it's like, no, this is what you probably should do you know that that's that's the difference between when you're presenting like an idea in film, right
1: I sure. I'm good either way, but i'll I'll probably still lean back to my original point and and him hanging there. Looking conflicted between the two. And I think that could be shown in different ways as well, but.
0: But I think I, if you did it that way, it would be like a short film, basically. I'm right?
1: fine with that too. Yeah. Like you, you can cut out the beginning and cut out portion of the middle anyways. So I'm. Yeah. This movie, what, an hour and a half? Hour and a half. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. You can bring it down to 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. But so, I, I but, thought it was a good yeah, job. Yeah, it's a good, good it a good job, a good approach to it. And while I listened to some of the interviews of the director and, and the actor, they took yeah. it seriously. Yeah. You know, they're actually trying to do something different in terms of a Christian movie and yeah. they acknowledge it, like, it is a movie about Jesus it is a, yeah. a Jesus movie type. Right. And so, um, they acknowledge the fact that this is the, uh, perspective we want to take and this is something new we want to deal with it. And so we actually hear them talking. I'm not sure if they're believers or not, if they're Christians or not, but it, they give indications yeah. that they might be. So, but, um, even that being said, I think, I think, like I said, good movie. Well done. I enjoyed it, didn't love it, but didn't hate it at all. Yeah. One of the movies I've seen recently.
0: Yeah. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like kind of middle of the road on it, but I was like, no, this is, this is good. This is not, like I said, from all the Christian movies I may have seen with my mom on a Sunday afternoon, this is probably the best one I've seen in a long time. I
1: reminded a while back that, you know, they're trying the best. Huh? They're trying trying their their best. best. Trying their best. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for I think for this episode. All right, cool. Uh it was good. Uh remember to contact us on Twitter. We could be contacted at uh after underscore watch fill factor five. That's five the number five, not written out. Um, you can contact me at LeVar Rochester, LeVar, L-E-V-A-R, and Rochester, like the city. Uh, and also check us out on wherever you can hear podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and of course, Anchor. You can also leave us a message on Anchor or you can email us, uh, the afterwatch at pm.m. E. Yeah. So definitely leave us messages, which like you don't like. Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Do you have recommendations? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Christian movies? Do you like them? Not like them? I recommend your top three Christian movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I recommend your top three all time Christian movies. Don't include Ten Commandments. Don't include, in fact, don't include anything that wasn't made in the last 10 years. Huh. Okay. That'd be keep it within a decade.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Um,
1: and recommend your top 10 Christian movies and where we can find them. And we will we will make sure that Phil watches them and let me know how no, they No,
0: come on, man. Don't <laughs> promise that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening again and until next week. All right, take
0: care. Bye. Autobots, transform and roll out.